everyone. Welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels, a transgender podcast journal where I share past experiences and new situations as I slowly step out of the closet to free myself from the tie and live my life completely in the high heels. I'm Jamie, your hostess and friendly neighborhood trans lesbian, and welcome to the podcast. And welcome once again. This is a bonus episode. Uh, I know I promised you from the last episode that I was going to record something with my bad, um, my really bad breakups, but I can only come up with like, I mean, I had a lot of just, there weren't really bad. I mean, it was just a situation where like they stopped dating me and they said, well, we need to break up, you know, or something along those lines. I only have like a few stories. So this is going to be a bonus episode here on the 28th of April. 2022 as always thank you so much to our patrons if you want to be a patron uh you can just go to patreon it will be for harry rump's house of stuff um but it gets to us anyway all i ask you is that please send me an email and that way we can keep you on the mailing list for all the podcast stuff and not confuse you with the people that will um uh, support us with the uh harry rump's which by the way good news uh, new designs should be coming up in the next couple of weeks. I will start a whole new sassy line of designs, which I think you all are going to like, uh, and a couple other cool things. So I know that's a long time coming, but I need to be doing some more creative stuff. And this is a perfect place for me to do it. Podcasts and t-shirts. So there you go. You support Harry Rumps, you support us. It's <laughs> very strange, but okay, let's get into the thick of it. Um, oh man. Uh, shitty breakups. Okay. First one I'm going to talk about is the girl I lost my virginity to. This wasn't really, and I will tell you, we're going to end the show on the grand poobah of all breakups, which I cannot tell you. I mean, it's just, I've never heard of anything. I've told this story to a lot of people and no one has able to been able to tell me a similar story. So we're going to see where it all lands, but that's going to come at the end. First one was the most difficult for me. The girl that I ended up losing my virginity to. I was 13 years old. She was, I was a, oh my God. I was in eighth grade. She was a senior. Yes, there's a huge age difference. And again, I'm not bragging about that part. I want you to understand that. I lost my virginity early age. It could have gone way wrong. Really, really wrong. But it didn't. And we're just going with the fact that I lost my virginity at a very early age. Okay. And also the way that we went. And when I'm telling you this, I'm not bragging about this because I do not recommend this for anyone. If you're under the age of 13 and you were able to, you're listening to this, do not do this. Okay? I was a virgin. She, again, a senior in high school, um, decided that she was going to teach me. Uh, it was the end of summer and she was moving. We knew that she was moving away. Um, and moving with her family like four states away and which was like we were just going to make the most out of the time that we had and it was it I did not think that it was going to end like this Um, but that this was going to be it 
or that I was going to lose my virginity in any way. I just really had a lot of time of, you know, fun time kissing her and maybe getting a second or third base, you know, and that was really about it. I didn't know we were going all the way home. So uh, this came as quite a surprise to me as well. Okay. So weeks worth of what ended up happening was that she came, we went out to, (laughs) that didn't sound right. Okay. Take that back. (laughs) Oh God. I'm a, I'm literally, I have the humor of a 10 year old. Um, so we had dated and everything else throughout the summer, you know, taking in, uh, doing dinners and putt-putt and stuff like that. We always loved putt-putt. And I don't even know if putt-putt's still around. Miniature golf. If you don't know what putt-putt is, miniature golf. We would always go do miniature golf. So we love that. We would go to the movies. I always loved the movies. So, uh, I had a good time. Summer was coming to a close and she had one week left. Her parents had moved already. And she was uh, allowed to stay with her aunt who lived locally. And um, she had a week left. Well, how we decided to use that week was that she was going to teach me how to have sex. And basically the way that it went down, my mom left for work at 730 in the morning by 8, I was on my bike riding to her house, and I stayed there until 4 o'clock. I rode my bike back to my house at 4.30. By 4.30, my mom came home quarter to 5. Everything was good. That was that was my week, literally. Monday through Friday, I'm not kidding. That's how we spent our week. And she taught me everything. Uh, everything that I know about intimate relationships i i credit to this woman to include the closer which i will tell you right now and you can thank me in an email later on but basically the closer was um i called it the closer because i'm a you know you're trying to be the piggish horny male um but the closer basically was that after you ended up having intercourse and everything else and you're in that little cuddle stage you you cuddle for a little bit don't leave don't leave your partner immediately, but you cuddle for a second, then you excuse yourself. You go to the bathroom, you get a washcloth, a wash, wash cloth. Oh my God, my Southern just came out more. You get a washcloth and you get, you soak it in as hot a water as you can possibly stand it, wring it out, cup it in your hands, bring it back, and then place it gently on their genitals. Male or female, it shouldn't matter, but mostly female because that's all I dated and just hold it there press press ever so gently but just then in a kind of a very caressing wiping move just clean it off and there you go and then toss that to the side and you cuddle some more and you basically fall asleep in each other's arms okay so she taught me that week goes by I'm just like this is every horny male's dream is to have a week like this with an amazingly attractive woman that you're uh, still, I never understood what she saw in me, but she liked me and she liked me enough in order to, to date me. And uh, I was just amazed. And so we go through it all. The end of the week comes and she just leaves. There's a phone call. I do get one phone call. But it's I never see her again. That last Friday, 
That was the last time I saw her. And man, did that hurt. That hurt really bad. I was like crushed. And I'm calling her and I'm being a real, you know, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I did cry on the phone and everything else when it was just like, but then it was just the phone call stopped and I couldn't call her. She told me not to call her anymore, <laughs> that I can't. She wasn't, okay, when she said not for me to call her anymore, she was just basically trying to, I need to move on. It wasn't because she was salty. It, she just knew that I couldn't, we couldn't keep doing that. And she was right. She was absolutely correct. And um, so, yeah, that's that one. Now it starts getting into the weird ones. Before her, uh, I ended up having a crush. One of my Amy's that I have. I have four Amy's in my life that I had uh, a crush on. This was Amy crush number one. Um, we were in English class, sixth grade. I think it was number one. No, oh my God, it was number three. Jesus, where was I thinking? Sorry, it's Amy number three. So I had loved this girl from afar for my entire sixth grade year. We're coming closer to um, the end of the end of the school year. I still remember being in English class or reading class, and I finally I passed her a note, like three rows over. <laughs> yeah, there was no passing. And I said, would you go out with me? Or would you be my girlfriend? Or however, I don't know. Would you go with me? I don't know what that, where the hell were we going? We were in sixth grade, you know what I mean? I don't know. <sighs> anyway, um, she gets the note. She reads it. She looks over at me. She nods, yes, with a big smile on her face and everything else. Five minutes later, the bell rings. And we're we're leaving out of the classroom. I wait for her at the door because I'm closer to the door. She walks by me, stops for two seconds and says, by the way, we're breaking up and just keeps on walking. Ripped my heart out of my chest. Like I just felt like somebody backed up a mule and kicked me in the face with the mule. You know, Ugh, it was awful. Absolutely awful. So let's move on to the next horror show that I ended up having, which was really not a, um, I don't even know what this was. I guess it was a breakup, but uh, I'll leave, I'll tell the story and I'll let you decide. So my mom, uh, this, I mean, no good situation is going to start off with my mom <laughs> about dating. That's no good. Um, so my mom ended up having a, she was part of this organization and she had a friend that was, that she talked to. He had a daughter. She had me and they thought, well, how great would it be to get those two kids together? I just think they make a great pair. And so I got set up on a blind date. I was already not enthused about this whatsoever. I was really not looking forward to this whole scenario, but I thought, well, how hard could it be? And she drove at that point and this is summertime this is during the summertime so i'm home from school cuz i went to a military school uh and i'm home and so she drove and she said she's going to come pick me up so we're at that age it's like i think we're 17 16 17 i can't remember when i got my learner's permit or driver's license but she had her driver's license i had mine she would drove she came to pick me up in a Trooper 2. Oh, my, a Zuzu Trooper 2. 
man, it was like it was for the time. It was bougie, man. It was really, it was, it was good. She picks me up. She knocks on the door. Here's this, and this is actually one of the other reasons why I don't date blondes. Um, she, blonde hair, straight blonde hair, had the hair band in the preppy two colored hair band. She was dressed. Uh, in a preppy kind of an outfit with the white socks all the way up to the bottom of the knee, penny loafers. She had a tan skirt on, white shirt. And I can't remember if it was a tan, like kind of either a sweater or like a little jacket or something. I, I can't remember. All I know is that she just screamed preppy. And we went out, we had something to eat. And, you know, we I the whole thing was just, it was interesting, but I was having a good time. She seemed like she was having a good time. We drove back to my house. We're sitting out in front of the house for the longest time, probably for an hour. We talked and we did. I mean, we, uh, she had good conversation. It wasn't a problem. I mean, it wasn't like, Oh, you know, we're like struggling to figure out something to talk about. It was a good conversation. So it's getting on about that time. You think that you're going to end up kissing you know, and it's that that uncomfortable silence a little bit. We start leaning in and like, oh, my God, OK, this is going to happen. And she gets about maybe a foot away from me and she goes, she looked up at my forehead and she goes, you've got a really bad bruise on your forehead. And I said, what? And I, I said, can I look in the mirror? She said, yeah, sure. So I'm looking in the rearview mirror and I don't see any discoloration. I'm just like, I don't even see it. I turn back to her and she headbutts me. To the point, and I mean, she came from Cleveland with that head, smacked, headbutted me immediately. It knocked me back against the window to the point where I, I mean, I'm just talking about this. I can feel the doorknob hitting me in my lower back. And I'm like, I'm dazed. I am absolutely dazed. And she just basically, I said, what the hell? And she looked at me and was like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. And I was like, I was so confused, but I was in so much pain. I had a headache really, really bad. And I go inside the house and I'm just like, I have no idea. Yeah, three days, three or four days later, I was continuing to have a bruise, a red spot right on the, and I think I still have a lump as I'm feeling my forehead right now. I think that's actually from her, the bitch. The weird part about this is, and this was only one date. The weird part about this was, is about three weeks later, I'm out with my friends at the mall. Because when you're in the 80s and you've got a driver's license, what do you do during the weekends? You go to the mall because that's what you do. You're teenagers and you blow all your money that you can, you know, either beg, borrow, or steal from your parents or you earn from having the job at McDonald's like I did. And you throw it all away in the arcade um, so, <laughs> and at the food court. We're walking around the mall and everything else. And I stop my friends and I'm like, oh, my God. And I like, I had to take like a triple check. You know, it's like you look at somebody and like, and you look back again. It's like, do I know this person? And then you look back and you, it just clicks all of a sudden. And it was her. It just, and I could tell that it was her. And it was the weirdest thing. She was completely gothed out. White makeup, face makeup, the black lipstick, the over excessive eyeshadow and eyeliner and everything else. She had black fingernail polish on. She had the whole ensemble. I mean, I'm not kidding. And I'm like going, oh, my God. And the only thing that you could tell was is that her hair 
she had some kind of a thing going on with her hair, but it was it was still the same color. That blonde, that dirty blonde color. And oh man, let me tell you right now. I was like, that cannot be the same girl. And I was telling my friends, I told them the whole story and they're like, holy shit. So yeah, it was kind of, it was really, really weird. All right. Now I'm going to tell you the Mac Daddy. This is the last, third and last uh, uh, breakup that I've got. And this is the one that beats it all. I've never heard this before. I've told this to a bunch of people. And they, they've never heard of any bullshit like this before. Okay. So I'm at military school. I'm 175 miles away from my home. And I'm basically doing my own thing. Kind of just working it out. Sorry, more spit with these stupid aligners. <laughs> but so I'm at school and I'm dating this girl from the local high school. She was a, a townie, as we would call it. Um, and if you're listening to this and you know where I'm talking about, well, then there you go. But anyway, she was a townie. I was a, a, a cadet and we were dating and it was going pretty good, like three, four months, you know. And... um we got to a point where her parents owned a farm and her parents liked me. I had met her parents before we had gone and gotten ice cream together, you know, this type of stuff when I had the weekend leave and the whole nine yards. So it was like, okay, great. We thought, well, one weekend, why don't you come out? Her dad, I think it was the one who brought this up and she jumped on board. She was like, Oh, this would be so great. Why don't you come out and spend the weekend at the farm? Because we just, we would go, you know, I would go out there during the day, but I could never spend the night or anything else like that. And they were like, okay, fine. You know, we'll do this. So, I mean, this wasn't just a whim. There had to be, like, coordination involved. So the school had to be notified by her parents. The school then notified my mom. My mom then called her parents. Her parents then called my mom. My mom called the school in order to be able to make sure that they knew that these people were going to pick me up and I would be due back at the school at X time, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we got all that worked out. We picked the 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 um the the weekend that we were gonna do it. I'm looking forward to it. It's really good. I love this girl. She's first of all, she's a fantastic kisser. Amazing, just beautiful. Uh she had like an auburn brown hair, freckles across the nose. I mean, it was just she's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm thinking this is going to be awesome. We're going to spend time. I like being on the farm. They had horses. I was like, man, this is going to be great. Hopefully I could ride, uh, you know, because I used to do that at my family's farm down in North Carolina. Uh, well, cousins, they live down in North Carolina. So I was like, this is going to be so good. I'm going to really have a good time. As the days got together and everything else, we're we're still seeing each other on the weekend and everything else. We're like a week away. And... She comes up to me and she looks really sad. And I was like, hey, what, what's going on? And she goes, I think we need to talk for a minute. And this is what he, she said. I'm going to paraphrase because I, I, can't, I can't fully grasp all of the shit that she ended up throwing out. But she goes, well, I had a dream that the weekend had come, uh, that you were going to come the, to the farm. And it was raining really, really bad. And... Uh, we got you all loaded up and we were on the road to the farm and the rain kept coming down harder and harder and harder and it was starting to thunder and lightning and everything and we got to the farm and we all got settled in 
and we went to bed for the night and the rain I couldn't get to sleep because the rain just kept coming down and it was so loud and the thunder and lightning and she goes I walked over and and I I saw the um a tree was basically getting blown over and it was raining so hard and as I looked out the window I looked up and it was God uh crying because you were coming over to the the farm or you were at the farm I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. She said that God was crying in her dream because I was at the farm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, I, what? I had no idea. I was not understanding. I was like, so, okay. Um, why, why would God be crying? If I'm coming to the farm, I've been to your farm before. Everything has been okay. I don't know. But in, just in my dream, God was crying because you were coming to the farm. And I don't think that we can date each other anymore. She hands me my letter jacket. And basically, she walks away. <laughs> so that's my... There you go. That's the Grand Poobah. I have never heard anyone... Go to that length to break up with someone that God came to you in a dream and was crying because I was at the farm or I was going to be coming to the farm and he was upset that I was coming to the farm. Why would God be upset that I was coming to the farm? <sighs> Boy. Thank you for listening to my <laughs> my bonus episode of of Horrible Breakup Stories. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed sharing them with you. I will hopefully talk with you again next week. I hope you will have a great weekend. Talk to you then. Toodles. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, there are a few ways you can help us continue making great content. You can buy us a coffee at buymecoffee.com forward slash Harry Rump. You can purchase some quality shirts and accessories at Harry Rump's House of Stuff. Or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Harry Rump's House of Stuff. You can also do all those and contact us on our website at tyinhighheels.com. You can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at tyinhighheels. And don't forget to give us a review on iTunes. And email all of your comments and questions at jamie, J-A-I-M-E-E, -E, at tyinhighheels.com. And as always, happy listening! Happy listening!